Hello, and welcome to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. If you're not driving, get your pens, pads, and devices, and get ready to journey through God's Word together for the next few minutes. And if you can't make notes right now, be sure to save, download, or bookmark the podcast to listen again later. Oh, and don't forget to follow. Now, without further ado, here's Vanessa. Happy New Year! Oh my goodness, it is 2024. Praise the Lord. We are so blessed to be together, and I'm so happy that you're joining me today for Bible study. This is Vanessa Upkins, your host for My Bible Life. I don't know about you, you guys, but I have taken off for a few weeks for the holidays to enjoy time of rest and time to just get refocused, look at my goals. I know that you have goals and you are reviewing them, and we all got things that we want to accomplish in this year of 2024. But we want to make sure that we have a Bible study goal. God laid on my heart to put together a 10-week challenge for Bible study. That's right. We are going to have a 10-week Bible study challenge. And it's going to be so much fun because we're going to grow during this time. I don't know about you, but I love to grow and I also love challenges, okay? So I want to challenge you to join me each week for the next 10 weeks. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to grab your calendar and mark off the next 10 weeks just to challenge yourself. And you know, the purpose of a challenge, of this challenge, is to develop a Bible study routine and to help develop a deeper relationship with God by getting to know him in his word. You can do the Bible study different ways. Number one, you can listen to the podcast, okay? And just be consistent with that alone of listening every single week, okay? Or you can listen to the podcast and you can actually take your study time and write down all the scriptures that I give and Go back and read those scriptures and make the scriptures for the whole week be a devotional for you where you're meditating on the scriptures, you are thinking about the scriptures, you're thinking about what God is saying in those scriptures, and I guarantee you that you will grow just like I am growing. So I hope that you will take this challenge with me, and I also hope that you will share it with a, with a friend because some people never study the Bible. Some people never read the Bible. Some people never pick up a Bible. And so you could be that one person that inspires someone else to study the Word of God. Okay, so I hope you'll join me for this Bible study challenge. Today, we are in Mark chapter 6, and we're going to be covering verses 7 through 13, and it's Jesus sends out the 12 apostles. Before we read, let's go to the Father with prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time of grace and mercy. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We thank you, Father God, as we study together 
about you sending out the 12 apostles. Father, help us to learn something that we did not know before. Help us, Father God, to be able to have revelation of what it was like doing that time and to be able to take away and to be apply what you are teaching to our lives today. Father God, we praise and we glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's read Mark chapter 6, starting in verse 7 through 13. In the English Standard Version, this is what it says. And he called the twelve and began to send them out two by two. He gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them to take nothing on their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. And he said to them, Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you depart from there. And if any place will not receive you, and they will not listen to you, when you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that people should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Let's take a moment and look at the back story. Jesus has been rejected in his hometown by the very ones in the community that have seen him grow up as the son of Joseph and Mary. He wasn't able to do mighty works there because of their unbelief. The disciples have been learning from Jesus, seeing Jesus do miracles like healing the man with a withered hand and casting out a demon in a man on a Sabbath in a synagogue to Jesus walking on water. Jesus is showing the disciples who he is by what he can do as he continues to teach the disciples about the kingdom of God. Now that we have the backstory, let's go back to verse number seven, and we're going to go verse by verse and take a deep dive into these scriptures. Starting in verse seven, it says, and he called the 12 and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. So Jesus sent out the 12 apostles. Let's take a look at that word apostle. I did a deep study on that to get just a little bit more meaning of what that word meant. So it means more than just one who is sent out on an assignment or on a mission. The word apostle was someone who was empowered and invested with authority and they were sent out on an assignment. The history of the Greek word apostolos comes from two compound Greek words, Apollo, which means away, and stello, which means I sin. And when you put the two together, it says apostolos, which means one who is sent away and commissioned by another to represent him in some way. Stelos, it means a military expedition or a military entourage, an army. During the New Testament time, this word had different meanings. Number one, it represented an admiral of a fleet of ships, and the admiral was called the apostle. And this was a team of special crew leaders, and they would sail the seas 
to colonize new territory. Number two, a passport that guaranteed a rite of passage. And third, the word apostle was also used to describe an ambassador or a personal representative. So you might be wondering, what is a disciple? A disciple is a student. A disciple is a learner, someone who's devoted themselves to following Jesus, learning his ways. And this is the difference between a disciple and an apostle. So I hope that was helpful in learning a little bit more about that word apostle. So the next thing is, who were the 12 apostles? So to get that answer, it's back over in Mark chapter 3, and actually it's in verse 16. And you know, these apostles started out as disciples, but now Jesus selected them. And it says in Mark chapter 3, verse 16, he appointed the 12, Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Bernarges, and that is the sons of thunder. Andrew, Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These were the 12 apostles. Let's move on. Next thing that kind of stood out to me is that Jesus was sending them out two by two. And so where in the Old Testament or what was the culture during that time? I wanted to know. So if we go back, um, we'll find out that during the Jewish culture, having two or more witnesses was common during that time. But let's take a look at three scriptures that will help us to understand why. One of them is found in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 6. And this was when someone was put to death. They had to have several witnesses. So in Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 6, it says, But never put a person to death on the testimony of only one witness. There must be two or three witnesses. The second scripture that we'll look at is when someone committed a crime. In Deuteronomy chapter 19, verse 15, it says, One witness is not enough to convict anyone accused of any crime or offense they may have committed. A matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And then the last uh, scripture we'll look at is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. And it says, This will be the third time I'm coming to you. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Now, this is Paul, the Apostle Paul, that is speaking to the, um, the Corinthians and telling them that they must have two or three people to establish a witness. So, in other words, there must be two or more witnesses for every case to provide proof. Remember when Jesus went to Jairus' house to heal Jairus' daughter? Jesus took Peter and James and John. They were the witnesses 
to Jesus raising the girl from the dead. So this could be the reason why Jesus sent them out two by two, but also we know their strength and numbers. I like what it says over in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse nine. It says two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed. I can remember a few years ago, I would travel a lot. My husband would ask me if he wasn't going with me, he would say, who's going with you? He would ask because he was concerned and he wanted to make sure that I was safe. So there's safety in numbers. So Jesus sent them out two by two so they could help one another and also so they would be witnesses for one another he is keeping the law. And it goes on to say that he gave them authority over unclean spirits. Now that goes back to that word apostle because these 12 apostles, they are more than just a messenger. They have authority over unclean spirits. So Jesus has given them authority. In verses eight and nine, it says that Jesus charged them to take nothing for their journey except the staff. He told them, don't take bread, don't take a bag, don't take any money in their belts. He told them to wear their sandals, but don't take the two tunics. So Jesus is preparing them for their trip and giving them special instructions on what to take and what not to take. Jesus is teaching his disciples how to rely on God. Can you imagine going on a trip and only taking a staff and no money, nothing to eat? You just have the clothes that you have on and you're just going to go. And so I'm quite sure they're wondering like, what is going on? No food, no money. What are we going to do? Jesus is teaching his apostles how he operates. He's teaching them how to totally rely on God the Father. He goes on with further instruction in verse 10. He says, whenever you enter a house, stay there until you depart from it. And if any place will not receive you, they will not listen to you. When you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So in other words, they are to stay in one place until they leave that town. And if a person doesn't listen, it's okay. Shake off the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. In verse 12, it says, so they went out and they proclaimed that the people should repent. Now, I don't know about you, but are you thinking what I'm thinking? So I'm thinking and I'm reminded about John the Baptist's message in chapter one, that he was telling everyone that they needed to repent. And repent means to turn from sin, turn away from it, change your life. And they weren't just telling people to repent. They were following the orders of Jesus under the authority of Jesus of being able to cast out demons and heal the sick. This is evidence that Jesus gave them authority because the apostles were able to do what Jesus did. Okay, my friends, I am ready to share some of my takeaways. I have so many, but I'll just share a few of them. 
The first one is the apostles that Jesus selected and sent away to accomplish the mission. They live up to the three meanings of the word apostolos in the Greek history. Like the meaning admiral of a special fleet of ships that went to colonize new territory, these apostles were claiming new territory by pushing back darkness in the world by sharing the good news about the kingdom of God. Like the meaning passport, the apostle, the legal document, it allowed the apostles to legally travel with the rights and privileges that Jesus gave them on their journey to share the gospel. And like the meaning admiral, the apostles were an admiral. They were an ambassador, a very high-ranking official with authority sent to represent not themselves or Jesus, but as a representative for the kingdom of God with authority to heal the sick and cast out demons. All three of these meanings represent the apostles today. This position is not appointed by man, but a position called and sent by God to do a mighty work on earth for the kingdom of God. Thank God, and let's keep all of our apostles in our prayers. You know, we were chosen to go out into the world and to share, not as an apostle, because they are like the first line defense, like the military, as that word apostolos means um, in the Greek, not in that form, so to speak, but as a the follower of Jesus, that we are chosen to be able to share the, the good news of Jesus and all the wonderful things about the kingdom of God. And we have authority to do that. We have been given authority to do the things that Jesus has asked for us to do. So we don't have to worry about doing things in your own strength. When God calls you, he equips you for the call. He equips you for what he's asking you to do. And he gives you authority to do it. So go on that mission trip. Start that business. Write that play. We all need each other. Allow God to pair you up with someone. You know, it talked about the apostles that Jesus sent them out two by two. Allow him to select a partner, someone that um, will encourage you on your mission, that can teach you, train you, and also help guide you um, to further your, your walk with Christ. You will be amazed of the things you can accomplish for the kingdom of God simply by having someone with you to encourage you. This is a word for someone. He will send help. Yes, he will send help. I'm just reminded in the scripture where he says that he will hold you in his right hand. Also, Jesus is our model example of how we are to rely on God for all things. The question is, are you relying on God with total trust to provide for you? If not, you can start today building that trust just like the apostles did. And you know what? You can be a model for someone else. You might be going through a divorce. It might appear that you have lost it all or you have sickness in your body where there's nothing else you can do or you may have financial stress. 
from losing a job, I want to encourage you and let you know to put your trust in Jesus. He can make a way out of no way. In this life, there are things that we have no control over, and it is impossible for man. But for those who believe in Christ and trust in Him by not leaning on your own understanding and realizing that all things are possible to Him who believes, the impossible will become the possible. Don't take my word for it. I want to give you two scriptures to stand on before we leave. The first one is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. In Mark chapter 9, verse 23, it says, All things are possible for the one who believes. So trust in the Lord when it looks hopeless and believe that all things are possible for us who believe in Jesus. You are called for such a time as now. Walk in your calling, your purpose, and know that you are making an impact in the world. If you are a new believer, maybe you don't have a Bible, I want to strongly suggest purchasing one and getting connected with other believers at one of the local churches. And if you enjoyed this Bible study, I would like for you to take 30 seconds and tell a family member, tell a friend about it. And join me next week because next week we're going to talk about the death of John the Baptist. And as always, thank you for making my Bible life your number one podcast for Bible study. Keep reading and studying the Word because we learn the Word, live His Word, lead with His Word to have a transformative life. I love you with the heart of Jesus and we will see you next week. You've been listening to the My Bible Life Podcast with your host, Vanessa Upkins. We pray you have been blessed by the Word today. This weekly series was created to increase your faith encourage you in your walk with Him, and to give you inspiration to continue moving forward with confidence toward fulfilling the work He has already begun in you. Since you're already here, we invite you to follow, share, download, and help us to reach more people to join in with us. Let's share the love and His Word so that they too can be blessed by the My Bible Life Podcast.